Welcome to the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Keith, and I wanted to ask you guys if you are looking for a reliable side hustle. I know in the inner tribe, we're always talking about abundance, and there's a lot of people that want to leave the nine to five grind, start a business, but don't really know what they want to do or how to get started. So this is a great way to add on an extra source of income uh, to your your job that you're already doing now, but earn some extra money so you can start funding whatever your dream is. Um, so I've been doing this for about a year with my daughter, Alexis, where we try on clothes, we write reviews, and uh, we get paid to do so. So if this is something that you're interested in and you would love a side hustle that is not an MLM and does not require you to sell to your friends um, or post on social media, then this would be a great thing for you. So to get started, just go to the link in the show notes and you can always send me a DM on Instagram at Law of Attraction Tribe if you have any questions or just need some guidance. I want to read a review from the podcast. So first of all, thank you to everyone who's been submitting these five-star reviews. I really appreciate it. Everyone that submits a review goes into a raffle this week I'm giving away my Manifest Your Dreams guided journal and uh, I wanted to read one of the reviews that came in. So this is from Cassie Nicole Wolf that says, this is such a great podcast. Every episode has hit me where I needed it. I listen to the subliminals every day through the Manifest It Now app. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Cassie, for the amazing review. I really appreciate it. I save these. I look at these often, especially when I'm getting in my head about not being good enough or thinking that the world hates me or whatever. You know, we get in those funky mindsets. And I actually save these and look through them when I need a little bit of a confidence boost. And I suggest you do the same. Like if your boss leaves you a nice email or you get a thank you letter from someone, save that stuff. And when you're feeling like crap, go through it. And it just kind of like sprinkles some sunshine on your crappy mood. Uh, So anyhow, we are in October, which is totally insane. I feel like this year's flown by. And between October and Christmas, it always goes by really fast for me. But if you know me, you know I love the holidays. I love Halloween. I love decorating. I love celebrating. I am so into all of it. And I thought it'd be really fun this month to do a bunch of like spooky stories and talk about all the different interesting experiences that I've had in my life. And we're also going to be doing epic things in the inner tribe. So this is probably the biggest month we've had so far in the inner tribe where literally every single week we have a speaker, we have someone who's going to do a tarot card reading, we have a psychic medium, we have uh, my witchy friend that's going to do a spell, we have someone else that's going to be doing rituals. It's going to be a packed month and I'm so excited for it. In the book club we're reading um I think it's called Becoming Supernatural by Joe Dispenza, which is just a really cool, um, really good book. And it's it's just going to be packed. And so to get started, it's $11.11 a month. You can try out the month of October and you're getting all of these workshops included plus access to the entire app. So it's really a no-brainer. And then for the podcast episodes, 
I want to just dive in and share some of my stories. So if you're into the spooky stuff or the woo-woo stuff or you just are kind of curious, then tune in because this is my jam. Like I love talking about this stuff. I'm so into it. And I think I've just always had a very open mind. Knowing that energy can't be created nor destroyed, I've always wondered what happens to it. And, you know, I didn't grow up going to church. So that doesn't mean that I don't believe that there's a heaven or God or anything like that. It just means that I'm very open-minded. I'm open to possibilities and the possibility that there are things in this world that our human senses cannot pick up on, especially when it comes to energy. So for me, it's actually science, not religion, that gives me this confidence that there's more out there than we could possibly understand. So I think about like the subconscious mind, for example, and how it can process 200 billion bits per second, where our conscious mind can only process 2000 bits. So like what happens to all of the rest of it? Like there's so many things around us in our environment that we're so completely unaware of. And a lot of that has to do with energy, spirituality. Um, Even when you think about like Wi-Fi, radio waves, things like that, we know they exist. No one is saying they don't exist or calling it a conspiracy. Like these things are proven. We use them every day, although our human senses can't pick up on it. And for hundreds and thousands of years, if you tried to tell people about Wi-Fi or radio waves, they would have thought you're crazy. So I do think that there's so much out there that we just don't fully understand. And I've had some interesting experiences. And I just, I love exploring these topics because I think that even looking at it from a scientific standpoint, looking at it from like a subconscious standpoint, like is our subconscious picking up on something and trying to let our conscious mind in on it. Um, And so I wanted to share just like some things that I've experienced with psychic mediums and just kind of like some spooky stuff. So I'm going to start out with my childhood. And the reason I'm going to start out with that is because There's a few key things that I do remember very vividly, Um, but later on in life, I met this psychic medium, Vanessa Stewart. She was actually in the Manifest It Now app towards the beginning of the year, and she's the real deal. Like She is, I just very much recommend her. Everyone that I know that has done a session with her is blown away. And so one of the things that she discussed with me was around my childhood saying that I have these medium, psychic medium abilities that, first of all, everyone does, according to her, but that I have like a very strong connection and so does my mom and so does our bloodline, which makes sense. I have an aunt, a great aunt that um, has all sorts of stories of things that she's experienced, but... She told me that when I was a child, I could actually communicate very clearly with my spirit guide team. She said I like have a whole team of people and that I would actually talk to them. And it was just like I was talking to her in that room. I was talking with all these spirits. And so she was asking me, like, did you have a very active imagination or a lot of imaginary friends? And in my mind, I was kind of rolling my eyes thinking like, okay, what kid doesn't? 
And this is something like, how could you prove it? You know, and so I kind of felt a little standoffish with it, a little skeptical. And um, there were a lot more things that happened in the session that I had with her. And I'm going to probably get to those in other episodes. But after this session, I was talking to my mom about it. And my mom was like, no, you really did have like this strange um, connection a lot of imaginary friends you would she said she would like put me in a room and she could leave me in a room for however long and I would just sit there and have conversations and talk and play school and play office with all of my imaginary friends and she was like you never needed anyone to entertain you you didn't need to be around like kids or other friends to stay busy you just always were talking and talking and talking and just having conversations with no one And she said, so maybe, you know, there's some truth to that. Maybe you were actually having conversations with spirits. And according to Vanessa, we all have this ability. We're very much more connected as children because we haven't yet been tainted by the outside world. And, you know, as we grow older and scary movies and things like that come about, we can shut that part of us off. It could scare us. Um... Maybe people laugh it off or you just learn that that's not real. And so you you just tune it out. And as adults, you know, you don't have much of a, mem- a memory of those things that happen. So it's very plausible that that, you know, could have been the case. And I started thinking back and trying to remember, like, is there anything that happened when I was a child that I can remember, or that I can recall? Um, and so... One of the things that happened, and it happened often, is I heard whispers a lot at night, especially. And, you know, this is once again probably something that happens with all kids. All kids have bad dreams and everything, but this would happen like pr- pretty vividly. Um, so, one instance, the one that's really scared me the most, and it actually, I kind of think it could have been the experience that told my brain to shut this off and to tune it out because it was so terrifying to me. But I was, I don't even know how young I was, maybe like first, second grade, if that. And I had bunk beds, even though I was the only kid in in this room. I had these bunk beds and I was laying in bed and I always slept in the bottom bunk. And I could hear from the top bunk somebody whispering, Stephanie. And then it got louder. And it was like, Stephanie. And then it got louder, Stephanie. And it was so crystal clear. And I thought, okay, this is my older brother. And he snuck in that bunk and he's trying to scare me because he would do that. You know, like older brothers love picking on their younger sisters and he would he would do stuff like that. And so I thought, well, I'm going to beat him at his own game. And so like really quietly, I stood up and then I leaped up to the top of the bed and like screamed to try to scare him, except no one was there. And I was wide awake. I mean, I was not yet dreaming. I hadn't even like fallen asleep yet. And the feeling that I felt, I can still feel it now as I'm recalling the story, was just pure terror. Like 
the, the millisecond that I realized that that was not my brother, but that there was clear as day a noise, not just a noise, I mean very vividly saying my name over and over and it getting louder and louder and realizing there was no one there. It was like the hair on my head stood straight up. I mean, I was terrified. And I just remember I didn't even crawl like back down the bunk bed. I jumped off and ran as fast as I could into my mom's room screaming. And, you know, of course, as a kid, you're explaining this to your parents and telling them, you know, there's something in my room. And of course, you know, they comfort you, but they kind of blow it off and explain like you were just sleeping. It was a bad dream. And so I think it's things like those experiences that happen that we just like our safety mechanism like comes into play and it's like, well, I don't like being scared. I don't like this, so I'm going to shut it off. And we kind of close that connection. And that was the last time that happened. But prior to that, it happened a lot. Um, There was another instance where I heard someone again like saying my name and talking like from my closet (laughs) and I got up and I walked over to my closet we always had the closet light on as like my nightlight and all I saw in there was my Teddy Rupskin doll and I don't know if you guys if like anyone that grew up in the 80s early 90s probably remember Teddy Rupskin it was like this kind of creepy bear type thing that could talk and so I thought that like my Teddy Rupskin was like possessed or something and it scared the heck out of me. So from that point on, I was terrified of this toy. I thought this toy was like out to get me. Um, but these things, they happened a lot as a child. And the other thing that happened and still happens is I get these night terrors and my dad does too. Um, I mean, I can remember as a kid waking up in the middle of the night and hearing him and if you've ever experienced one or been around someone who has a night terror is basically where you have a bad dream but it's like it's really happening it's so vivid and strong that your body actually has a response so you might actually scream out loud although for me and for my dad, like the screams are like muffled because you're screaming in your dream. And like for me, whenever I try to scream in my dream, it's like the vo- my voice doesn't work. And so it comes out with this really muffled scream that's really creepy. Like it sounds like a ghost or something. Um, and you have this like physical response. So sometimes – You might actually jump. Some people will get up and actually like walk around um, while they're still completely asleep. Um, And then your body, like I will wake up just drenched in sweat and my heart's racing. It's like my body was really there in this dream. And it's just so much more than a dream. It's, It's really scary and it's really intense and I absolutely hate them when they happen and As an adult, when they happen, if Dustin wakes me up, I'm just like, thank you, thank you, thank you, because it's just terrible. So I inherited this night terror response, and I have them, you know, once in a while. It's like an occasional thing. Um, And (laughs) actually, my my dad, when 
um, I think it was before I was born, had one and like actually got up and like started moving around. It scared the crap out of my mom, terrified her because he was completely asleep and she couldn't wake him up. Um, And so anyhow, like this has happened to me since I was a kid and um, one of, I have, there's two dreams that cause these night terrors. It's the same every single time. So the first one is that I'm in my childhood home and there's someone in the home. I don't know who it is, but they're trying to hurt me and I'm trying to get away. And I leave the house to run down to my best friend's house. She lived like five houses down. But when I'm running, it's kind of like I'm running on the moon and I'm like in slow motion. I'm taking these leaps, but it's like going really slow. And so the person's catching up to me and then I try to scream and I can't scream and it just comes out this like awful muffled groan. And then I usually like wake up before the person gets me. The other dream and this one I've had like since I was really, really little and it used to scare the crap out of my mom. Because I had this recurring dream over and over and over again that I was drowning, but that I was in shallow water and I I could look up. So it's like my back was sinking under the water and I was submerged and I would look up and just see a crowd of people staring at me. And I would like literally wake up gasping. Like I couldn't breathe in this dream and I would just wake up gasping and gasping and I would tell my mom about this dream over and over and over again, like my whole childhood and it freaked her out because she was worried like what if this is a premonition? So fast forward to high school and in gym class, we had these kayaks that you would put in the pool and they would teach you how to like flip over and flip back with them. Well, I have this fear of drowning, probably because of this dream. And one of the things that they had you do was like, you're sitting in the kayak and your legs and your feet are completely in the kayak. So the only thing that's sticking out is your torso. And you kind of have to wriggle your body to get in and out of it. And then you're in water and they're telling you to flip it over. But not just that. They put this skirt around it so that water doesn't get into the kayak. So if you're underwater and you can't flip yourself back up, the only option you have is to like push your body out and push hard enough that the skirt comes undone and your body's freed. Okay? So we're doing this. We had to do it for the grade. Otherwise, we'd get like a failing grade where we had to to flip it over and then try to flip it back up. So you have like two people that are standing there to help you in case something happens. And then the gym teacher's watching. And I flip it over and I can't flip it back up. And I'm trying and trying and I can't flip it back up. And at this point, I'm panicking and I thought, screw this. I'm just going to push myself out of it. So I go to push myself out of the kayak And I'm stuck. The skirt is stuck. And I'm pushing as hard as I can. And I'm stuck. I'm not moving. The skirt is not coming loose. I'm stuck in this kayak completely underwater, freaking out. So I kind of like wriggle my torso so that I'm looking up. And all of a sudden, I'm looking up. And I can't breathe. And I'm underwater in a shallow pool. And I see all of these people standing there staring at me. It was literally my dream, my dream that I had had since I was a kid, literally playing out 
just as I had dreamt it. And I realized this and I like just thought like, okay, like this is it. I'm going to die. Like I'm drowning and this is my dream and it's happened. And um, I start like hitting the boat trying to get their attention. And I, the, my friends that were in the pool with me, supposedly there to help, I can hear them telling the gym teacher, I think she needs help. I think she's stuck. And the gym teacher's just going, oh, well, she'll figure it out. And I'm hitting the boat even harder and harder, like trying to let them know that I'm drowning and I can't breathe. And they're all just staring at me. No one's helping me. And finally, in like one last push to save my life, I pushed as hard as I could and the skirt finally came free and then I got up. And I started screaming at the PE teacher. I'm like, what are you doing? I was drowning. You didn't help me. And she just basically had this like major attitude. And um, so long story short, obviously I'm okay and I survived it. But it was really creepy that this was literally my dream playing out. And I went home and told my mom. And of course, she was like extremely upset at the school and went crazy on them. But it really freaked her out too because for years, I mean, over and over and over again, I was telling her about this dream and then I'm explaining to her what happened. And before I could even tell her like this was my dream, she was like, oh my God, this was your dream. You've been warning me of this your whole life. So like I said in the beginning, I think that there are things that we can't explain. Maybe it's our subconscious giving us clues. Maybe it's our spirit guides or the universe warning us uh, like a premonition or maybe like Einstein and so many theorists have said over the years that time is not linear and you know, maybe somehow, somewhere in my subconscious or in the energetic spiritual realm, I knew that this event was going to happen. And so I was trying to be warned of it in my dreams. But whatever it is, we can't explain it right now. Science can't explain it. And most people would say it's just a coincidence. Well, if you know me, you know, I really don't believe in coincidence. I really don't. I think that There's a lot of things now that we say isn't real, that it's fake, that it's like science fiction or whatever, that someday will just be common knowledge, just like radio waves, Wi-Fi, electricity, all of those things would have seemed mystical, magical, probably some type of sorcery a few hundred years ago and now are, are common, you know, completely common knowledge and part of our everyday lives. And I do think we're going to discover more and more as time goes on. And I do think that our dreams, yes, they help our subconscious sort out what we experience in our day. But I also think there's a lot of things that our subconscious sees and knows that our conscious mind just can't possibly process or understand. And maybe some of that has to do with experiences we haven't yet had but we know we will have because time really isn't linear so there's a little mind bender for you it's a little creepy 
Um, and I would love to know if anyone else experiences night terrors, if you've had any dreams like that that have actually played out in your real life and what your thoughts are on it. So um, this is a topic we're probably going to be talking about in the month of October in the Inner Tribe. Um, we have a Facebook group for everyone that is in the Inner Tribe. And um, I just think it's an interesting conversation. I know not everyone is into it, but I totally am. I want to know all of these mysteries and get all the different thoughts out there on what is going on here and why my dream played out crystal clear just as I had dreamt it dozens and dozens of times throughout my childhood. So that's part one of my creepy little childhood um, <laughs> with my uh, my connective spirit abilities. And we're going to get into the rest of my psychic session with Vanessa and just some other things that have happened in some more episodes throughout the month. So stay tuned. And if you have any really good creepy stories, I would love to hear them. So message me on Instagram at Law of Attraction Tribe and let me know what kind of weird stuff has happened in your life. All right. I'll see you back here next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys want more in between these podcast episodes, you can subscribe to my Apple podcast, Manifested It. You can find that in Apple Podcasts and it has all of my bonus interviews, guided visualizations, subliminals, meditations, all that good stuff. Or you can download the Manifest It Now app where I put everything, all of my interviews, tools, everything I've used to manifest a life I don't need a vacation from. You can find that wherever you get your apps in Google Play or the Apple App Store. And you can join the Inner Tribe Manifesting Community, which is inside the app as well. If you want to up-level with a group of women who are there to support you, cheer you on, give you guidance, and up-level your vibe. And if you love this episode, the best thing you can do to support the podcast is share it. Share it with a friend. Share it on your Instagram. Make sure to tag me at Law of Attraction Tribe so I can share it back on my story as well. I love connecting with you guys and putting a face to all the listeners out there. So come connect with me over on Instagram and let's start a conversation. Have a great week and I'll see you back here next time.